All right, everyone. Welcome to the first session of Fantastic Adventures. My name is Caleb Jacobo, and I am here with my two sons, Amicus and Ezra, and they are going to introduce themselves here in just a moment. I wanted to talk really quickly about what we're going to be doing. We are going to be playing a system called Fantastic Adventures, which I developed, um, and we are actually going to be playtesting this for the first time today. This is the first time anybody is actually playing this system. So we're going to be uh, changing the rules, uh, making things better as we go. And my two sons are going to be uh, instrumental in making that happen, which is great because they're super fun, creative, intelligent fellas. Um, so there is some differences between this and other tabletop RPGs that you might have played. And we will go over those um, probably as the rules come up but we're going to jump into things rather quickly here um we just need to get some introductions out of the way uh i will start with my older son amicus hello my name is amicus uh i play necromancer my name is scrom and i pick necromancer because i just like how they work you're excited As about uh raising the dead. Raising the dead? Yeah. Excellent. How old are you, Amicus? I'm nine years old. Nine years old. Excellent. Thank you so much for being here. And Ezra? Um, I'm going to be playing a barbarian, and my name is going to be Shawan. Shawan. Shawan and Amicus, I'm sorry, your name again is? Scrom. Scrom and Shawan. And uh, Ezra, how old are you? Eight. Eight years old. So I got my eight-year-old and my nine-year-old here playing. Um, I'm a little bit older than that. Um, we are going to be playing a quest that I wrote called Swamp Things. Dun, dun, dun. Um, maybe before we jump into the actual quest, you both said what class you are. Um, I guess we can explore this as we as we go, but you are a necromancer? Yep. Amicus? Yep. Uh, what does that mean? Do you remember what that means for you? Um, it, I, so, a necromancer would mean, like, you are a, like, class that, that uses evil to defeat evil. Ooh, that sounds, that sounds like some pretty dangerous stuff. So, your class, every class in the game has one special thing, pretty much, they can do. What's the special thing that you can do as a necromancer? My special thing is that Animate Dead, it's usually a five, fifth level spell, but since I'm a necromancer, it's a second level spell for me, so it's easier to cast. Excellent. Great. And... Ezra, you are playing a barbarian, and what is the uh, what is the barbarian's special? Um, a destroy shield. Make a shield. So the destroy shield is for your axe. That is your special axe ability. For your barbarian, you have a special, which is oh. I think it has every time your enemy, every time you defeat an enemy. When enemy is gone, you get one strength hit point left. Great, that's excellent. Um. So in this game, there is only one stat, and that is your strength. There's not intelligence, charisma, uh, constitution, anything like that. There's no hit points. It's just strength. Your strength acts as your hit points and as your modifier to all of your rolls. 
Uh, everyone has three. All players have three. Monsters can have any range of strength. All players have three. Um, and if you get hit, you're going to lose a strength, and that means that your rolls are not going to be Great. as powerful. Okay, so let us begin. We are playing Swamp Things. Dun, dun, dun. So Swamp Things is a short quest that I wrote for this game to test it out. Let's go ahead and jump into it. It looks like it's going to be a harsh winter. The village needs to bring in a strong crop if they hope to survive it. And that means all farmers need to work together. But recently, farmers have been disappearing near the swamp, and the local lord fears for the fate of his village. You two have been hired by this lord to find the missing farmers and put an end to the disappearances. The only clue the Lord can give you is that local farmers have reported seeing a plume of smoke rising from somewhere deep in the swamp. And that's where the Lord suggests that you start your quest. Ooh. So at this point, you both need to figure out why your characters need to finish this quest. So this quest is going to offer as a reward 100 gold coins to both of you, if you guys complete it. Now that's the reward for the quest, but I want to know why your character wants to complete this quest. And the reason being is that this is the biggest role-playing um, uh, element that players bring to this game. You need to tell the GM why it is that your character wants to complete this. For example, if you were saving a princess, the quest might say, go save the princess and bring her back and I'll give you 50 gold. But why is your character doing it? Well, maybe your character is in love with the princess. Or maybe your character is uh, the secret brother to the princess. Or maybe they're hoping to kidnap the princess themselves. This is what gives your characters a story and a role in this quest. So do either of you have an idea of how your character is going to connect to this? Amicus, go ahead. Um, so... My dad was a farmer, is a farmer, and he actually grows some of the crops and he has have, he's been having a hard time with them. So I just want to, I just want to help my dad help with all of his crops and some of his um, other farmers that he hangs out with and that stuff. I think that's, I think that's really good. What do you think about the idea of your father being one of the farmers that have gone missing? Do you think your father should be one of the farmers that actually has been kidnapped that we need to go find? Yeah. And that's, and my, ever since my dad was um, kidnapped, I, I've been always wanted to go and save him. Yeah. That's gotta be hard having your father be kidnapped. And now you're out here adventuring for his sake, using the using the dark arts that you've learned. So if your dad was a farmer, where did you learn your magic? Did you some, I went there to, some, you, know, you went to a school? Yeah, first? I went to a school and, because my dad was like, oh, you should go to school for anything you want. I, I just told him that I wanted to like magic. And I also like to have like dark arts and that stuff. So he told me to maybe be, try and try out Necromancer. So I tried out Necromancer and I actually liked it so, I just kept doing that school until I got a great ne necromancer. Great. 
or you'll be a good addition on this on this adventure or on this quest. Ezra, do you have any idea how your character is going to be personally connected to this quest? Why do they want to finish this quest? Probably he wants to finish this quest because it it has anything to do with fighting. He'll think it's a good quest for him because he is a barbarian and he likes fighting a lot. I like that. I like that. So you were you were hanging around in the <laughs> village. You were just looking for something to fight. <laughs> And then you heard that the Lord, that something bad was going on in the swamps. And you said, you know what? Sign me up because I need to, I just need to punch something. <laughs> I just need to fight. I really I know. know. I kicked something. <sighs> Don't do it. I just need to fight. I All just right. need to fight. Well, let's see if we can have some good combat, some good combat going on. All right. Excellent. So every quest has um, three important elements of it. The danger, the objective, and the reward. Now, we just talked about what the danger is with that little introduction, um, but the one-liner for that is that farmers are disappearing into the swamp. And so our objective for this quest, what you guys need to do, is locate the missing farmers and put an end to the disappearances. That is your job. As a reward, the Lord has offered 100 gold coins to each of you. And here's a quote from the Lord. It says, we must find the missing farmers and assuage the villagers' fear before the harvest moon rises in a fortnight, says the local Lord, or swamp things will be the least of our worries come winter. So, you enter the swamp. Now, the swamp is a wetland, and it's kind of hard to move around. Well, yeah, because we have to, like, wade through the, the swamp and, like, just so the both of you emerge from a tangle of swamp trees into a clearing where a raised patch of dry land is surrounded by a moat of swamp water. On the island, you see a small hut with smoke trailing out of the hole in its roof. There is an ancient looking bridge that goes over the moat in front of you. The air is heavy with moisture and your clothes stick to your skin. The sound of swamp creatures croak and chirp all around. What do you do? Go, I want to see and go across the bridge. So you are going to go and check out the bridge. You're just going to try and go ahead and uh, and cross it. Yeah. Up the same bridge. Are you guys both going to be trying to cross the bridge? Uh, I mean, what is the? Is it just like water, like regular water? Or Why don't you roll a strength test for me? This is our first roll of the game. This is called a strength test. You're gonna roll 2d6. You're gonna add your strength. And because of a feature called teamwork, you are also gonna add Shawan's strength uh, as well. So just to be clear, this is Amicus, the character Scrom, Scrom making this test. And he is gonna add uh, Shawan's strength to his roll as well. So go ahead and roll. All right, Scrum, what did you roll on the dice? I rolled a five plus our strength would equal, so six plus five, 11. 11. That is going to definitely do it. So you both notice, or I'm sorry, Scrum, you notice uh, some strange movement in the moat going around the hut. The movement comes from several alligators. 
they are swimming and poking their eyes out. Yeah. Poking their eyes out to see you as they swim around. So there are alligators in the moat. Oh god. At, le at least there's a bridge. How about we just cross the bridge? Because I mean, ignore them unless they attack us. Unless they do a super jump like oh, on the bridge. What? Like Muff? And they start crossing. Yeah, let's just gonna cross the bridge. Like, um, I'm gonna go a little faster. You're gonna go. Who's gonna go first? Me. Him. Okay, so you're gonna go ahead and cross the bridge. So one at a time, or are you guys going together? One at a time. One at a time. Okay, so. Here you go, and we are using just little minis on a dry erase uh, one inch square board here. And so, Shawan just successfully crossed the bridge. It was, as you were crossing, it didn't feel too steady. Wasn't you, it it was creaky and you, the rope was really uh, dry. Um, so it, it didn't feel super safe. Do you want to shout that back to, um, to Scrum? Yeah, I was, I was gonna say that. Grom, the bridge isn't too steady. So you might have to be a little more careful. Okay, I don't know how much I weigh, but okay. So I'm gonna slowly cross the bridge. Okay, so you're slowly crossing the bridge. You step one foot out there and it starts to groan and creak. The ropes are getting tight. And then there, as you get halfway across, one of the ropes snaps. Oh. Whoosh. I run across. Snaps. Can I run across? So you can attempt to run across, or well, rather, you're going to have to attempt to get across, or you're going to fall into the water. So you are going to have to roll. You're going to have to roll a strength check here. Um, And let me just check to see what this level is going to be for this strength test. Do, do, do. Do. So very much like other systems, uh, That's like checks, checks are made when they're not in combat, they're made against a um, target number that's set by the GM. Like a DC. Right. A DC. Exactly. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay, no, this makes sense. All right, so this is gonna be your second strength test of the game. I had none. <laughs> Not yet, but trust me, you will. <laughs> A lot. All right, this is Scrum. Scrum. For the win. Oh no, <laughs> what did you roll? Three. I rolled a three, and then before we add six, so. Nine. Okay, so you rolled a three, and then you're adding six. Why? Because you have three strength, and, and Shawan has, has three strength. strength. So that's six plus three, which is? Nine. Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm going to die, Unfortunately, that's right. Good job. Thank yeah. you very much, Shawan, for remembering. When you fail a strength test in this game, you gain one experience. One experience. So go ahead and add experience. And we start with one experience too. Excellent. Now you fall into the water. Splash. You land into the water and as soon as you do, those crocodiles, or I'm sorry, those alligators turn 
and they come for you. So, <laughs> so let's go ahead and roll. Um, first of all, we will roll surprise. I will roll surprise for the gators, and you will roll surprise for yourself. And the way we do that is we both roll 1d6. Four. And four. Okay, so that's a tie. Um, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm forgetting how my own game works. The way that surprise works is if you roll a one or a two, you're surprised. And neither of us are surprised in this round. And what surprise means is that you lose your first turn of actions for, for the round. What I don't, what I'm not 100% sure. Can you throw away? What I'm not 100% sure on is whether or not, this is one of those mechanical questions, is whether or not all of you, all players will roll surprise. Can I? Um, or we just do it on a team by team basis. Can I? Um, we can, what would, you, what would be more fun for, your, for you guys? Would you think it's more fun if individual players in the, other, in the parties can be surprised so they can't act on turns? Or do you think that it's better if one whole party is surprised or not? And then, I think yeah. one whole party. What do you think? One whole party. I just rolled three. Well, if it's one whole party, I rolled for the bad guys, Amicus rolled for your team, and none of, no one's surprised. So oh. we all have the first round of action. That's fine. Now we're all going to roll initiative. So well, How about, no, two, actually, three, was, three, I thought three, I didn't know what you meant. So we're going to roll individuals to see who's surprised. I don't want to have, like, that whole team thing roll. But, okay, okay, yeah. well then. One then let me. So you already rolled, and you're not surprised. How many neither, are, neither of you are surprised. How many gators are there? Two. Uh, and the gators are not surprised either. Okay. So now let's go ahead and roll initiative. And the way that we're going to roll initiative here is you're going to roll two d six, and we are going to go. No, you don't have to roll initiative. Gonna, no, everyone rolls their own initiative, and we um, roll it every round actually. So I'm going to roll it here. That's it. Four and two. I got a 12. I got a 10. I rolled two sixes. I got a 10. I got a six. Do I add my initiative? Do I add like my strength for that? To my initiative roll? Because I got a six. I mean, I got two sixes. And mine. You got two sixes? I rolled two sixes. Um, that's higher than everyone else's. That's a good question. So uh, with initiative, in this game, it's based off rolling 2d6s. It's a good point that would we add our strength to that roll? I wonder. I wonder if maybe that makes sense. Um, I'm going to make a note here, and then we can, just, we can check that out as we go along. So again, in this podcast, we are not just running a game. We are actually working on uh, solidifying and iron out, ironing out the kinks in, this, in a game that we are developing. Um, so I'll make a note of that. Uh, for now, it's pretty straight up. You rolled a 12, you rolled a 10. They rolled really low, so we're, we're kind of all good. Can I um try and throw them away? That's one of your actions. We get two actions a turn. So these alligators, let me put little markers on here so you guys know the alligators. Can I tell them what actions you can do? Yeah, you want to go ahead and read. So Ezra is going to read what actions everyone's able to take on their turn. Uh, and you can take two of them. You can, you yeah, can you attack, can. you can cast a spell, you can hide, you can use an item, move, or or use equipment. Can I, can I, um, 
So you can you can move. So you can. Where do you want to try and get to? Uh, to Ezra. Up to Shawan to Ezra. So you can. So you can move up to three squares, wherever you want. One, two, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm right here, so. You can do one, two, three. Yeah, he's there. I'm there. You have another action. That's only one. I don't. Thing. I don't. I don't want to do another action. We can get out. Yeah, we can run away. Let's let's go to the hut. Yeah, let's go inside the hut. No, I'm gonna peek in the hut, like very quiet. No, I wanna go in the hut. No, I just wanna barge okay. in like. If you barge in the hut, you're gonna get hit. What do so, you think? Like a the problem is, guys, is that the sides of this moat are not super tall. There's a bridge that crosses the water, but if alligators got in that water, they're most likely able to get out. Um, why don't uh, can we go in the hut and run, slam run, the run to the hut and then slam the door and behind. then go in? No matter who's in there, we'll just reflect. So your guys' plan. <laughs> You guys' plan is to. <laughs> you guys' plan is to run into the uh, to the hut to avoid the alligators. And then smack the door closed, so the door is not. Okay, let's see. So you, so if you can move three squares, you can go here, here, and then it was your turn next. And are you going to try and get? We can assume that the hut's going to be. Like right here. So like so one, gonna... two, three. So okay. So I'll, I, I'm gonna say that Ezra Shawan is gonna be able to get into the hut safely. Uh, I'm gonna read quickly what you guys see when you get up there, even though this is in the heat of battle. Um, so the hut is small and crudely built. It's a dome-shaped structure. It's made of mud and bent wood. Uh, and you do fee see a four foot tall, so it's pretty low entrance way um, on the eastern side. Right, you will probably have to duck um, to get in there. And it's just, it looks like a flimsy wooden door. Yeah. What's well, an looks, alligator in there? It looks like, well, oh, then. <laughs> you have to fight it! Uh, I'm six foot six foot. I'm gonna try and go. I'm like six foot six. I'm gonna crawl in. Can I fit in? I'm six foot six. You guys I can both fit in no problem. I was just giving you a little context. I, I, I can, I have another I'm going to walk over here and then so, so I'm Ezra, in the hut. Ezra gets to the door and he opens it up. But you moved that much. You can use your second move, turn to move all the way in the hut. Okay? You guys going to slam the door? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we're going to, what is inside this <laughs> hut of mystery? Good job. I'm going to So you this. guys, you, uh, you got away from the gators? Without being eaten. Just see, what if it's the Lord? Imagine it's the Lord in there and it's just like, what? the Lord? Wait, that, what if then, all the farmers are tied up in there? It, well, it's you're a, right. No. Like laying down. That, it's like the beginning of the game. There's no way. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah, that's it. What if all the farmers are tied up and we have to do a quest against the farmer? Okay. So you guys get inside the hut, and I've just drawn a picture of what that hut, or not a picture, it's just a little diagram on the um, one-inch square dry erase board for the players to see, and this is what you see when you go in there. Inside the hut, the floor is muddy. A fire pit 
burns low in the middle of the hut. A small animal skin lays close to the fire in front of a small wooden chest. Along the walls of the hut are piles of farmer's tools. <gasps> the farmers must have been here. Yeah, they, they, somebody must have brought them here and took all their tools and hid them somewhere. I'm going to take one of the, the farmer's tools and go to the chest and try and open it. If it's locked, I might use the farmer's tool to open it. Okay. Oh, good idea. Hold on to that thought. But first. I am going to keep the farmer's tool. Oh, God. You don't need farmer's tools to for combat. They probably... No, I'm going to become a farmer. I'm just kidding. Probably like a really I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to Okay, Shawan. So you said a few things there. What is it that you guys want to do about this chest? I said I wanted to go over this chest and see if it's open. If it's locked... Then I'm going to get one of the farmer's tools and try and pick lock it open. I don't know if you guys have played a lot of campaigns with traps on items. Oh. I do want to. This this isn't fair for <laughs> for uh, people playing this, but I, I want to say that be aware anything that you guys do. From here on out, you've got to consider... What if, if there's a chest or a piece of gold or something there? It's usually not just there. yeah. There's usually something. There's usually something there to it. So, with that little warning, is there something you want to do before you try and open this chest? Oh, I'd like to grab, try, try to push one of the farmer's tools over. Not like pick it up, push it onto the chest to like break the chest and see what the trap is, if there's a trap on it. So, do you want to check to see if there's a trap? Do you want to try and break the chest, or do you want to use a farmer's tool to try and open it from a distance? Which one of these things are you trying to do? Push the farmer's tool down to break the chest. Wait, uh, uh, I would check what? for traps, Ezra. Oh, then I look up Because what if there's, like, nothing in the chest, and it's just for a trap? Like, yeah. I mean, Ezra... If you I push the farmer's tool on it, the trap will probably trigger. Trigger and it'll like take the farmer's tool somewhere. Probably the farmers try to get in the chest, and then they got, so? uh, and <gasps> then they got trapped. So they're like somewhere, and then oh, if the farmer's oh, tool disappears, then I'll probably insist that that's how the farmer's gone missing. That's really smart. So I will say it's a bit odd that. You went to the place that the Lord told you to go to. You go into the hut. You, it's a very small hut. And all you see is a fire and a chest and the rug. It is a bit strange. Yeah, I'm gonna so that's throw, what I'm going to do. That's what yeah, I'm gonna just do. throw the farmer's tool onto it so it goes like... Okay? No, I'm going to push it onto it. Because I, what if the farmer's tool... Well, the farmer's tools are going to be like... They're going to be like scythes, which are just what's used for mowing Rakes. grass. There's going to be... Some oh, pitchforks. There's nothing. There's. It's not like a tractor that you can like drive. They're they're like hand tools. So they're not going to be anything yeah. you can drop on it to break it. It's a four There might be something that you can try and open it from a distance on. There might be something that you can, or you can try and break it with your axe. Why don't I um? Why don't I take one of the sticks from the fire and like throw it onto the chest? Throw it onto the chest okay. to see if it triggers anything. All right. Go ahead and roll. A strength test here. One 
Ezra? No, on So this is Shawan making his first strength test of the game. So what did you roll on the dice? Four. four. Or oh, three plus a one is four plus three plus three. So six plus four is ten. So he did like my strength and then his strength and then he rolled a four. So that'll so be you a ten. So rolled a ten. You throw the, so it's, it's a flaming piece of the wood? Yep, to like flame. So you throw it at it and you're not sure exactly what you're hoping to happen, but when you throw it at it, it knocks the box in a certain, it's not a super big box. It's like, a, it's about this big, small, maybe like a foot. Small. Yeah, maybe, maybe a foot long, six inches deep. And you throw it at it and the box kind of tips over and its lid opens. And when the lid opens, you hear a, you hear a, like a mechanical trigger and a little, and you see a dart shoot up and thong hit the roof, the wooden roof. And you can see a green liquid dripping off of the dart. Oh, oh my God. Poison. Poison. Dead farmer. So can I check out like the... It looks like you guys, uh, you did find the trap. <laughs> oh, did. I did find the trap. So what is there to do us in the hut? When? Uh, nothing to fart. Well, you can look in the chest. Nope. I want to look in the chest. Mm. Okay. You're looking in the chest? Inside the chest, you find a small carving of a lizard standing on its hind legs and holding a bundle of grain. Grain is like a, like a farmer holding the wheat that they've cut. Maybe the person it's like a, that... It's like a bundle of wheat. Maybe so it's like a that... lizard holding it. Maybe it's... They turned the farmers into lizards! And next to that carving is a uh, is a red potion, a oh, bottle. Or oh, I take the potion. Or they, um, the person that lives in the hut is a lizard, and they just need greens to survive. And they need the farmers to get them some, so they're sending. Them. Hold on, the potion might polymorph you into a lizard. Oh shoot! Don't not drink it. Unless you want to be a lizard and you so, have a lizard. I'm gonna, throw, I'm gonna throw it at somebody. No, I, I got the potion. I'm gonna Don't drink it when I need to. Amicus. So you can sip it to, to, to figure out what it is. No, I'm not gonna use it. Yet. Can I just, sip it? Just in case it like turns me into a lizard. I wanna sip it. Well, you can sip just a little bit to see if you can taste what it is. Can I sip but it? Does it? But will can it, sip it? like trigger? No, honestly, I, I'll sip it. I got. So you tasted it and you recognize the taste. This is a, a health potion. Oh, oh, holy moly! So you have you can add a health potion to your inventory. Now he has one and I have two. So each player has uh, a pack that they are taking with us. They're taking with them an adventuring pack, and they can hold a total of nine nine items. So you picked up the health potion and the lizard statue. Do either of you want to take the lizard Me, statue? me. I'm well, taking it because I have to help. Okay, so go ahead and add lizard statue to one of your items. I should have took it because I, I mean, uh, I opened the chest. But I'm, I mean, I got the help button, so I mean, it's pretty fair for them to get that. But anything else in the room? So as you guys are putting that in your packs, you hear a scream. Wait, I'm like gonna go how, where, like screech or where like. Where does it come from? Like, I'm gonna go where it comes from. A boy, girl. It is a woman's scream. Where, where does it, it come from? I'm gonna from, go where it comes from. It's muffled from 
sounds like deep underground. I'm gonna, uh, well, I'm gonna smash my battle axe into the ground like, <gasps> whoa, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna like, <laughs> just, you can <laughs> smash it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, you hear a woman scream. And, you just and your, your first reaction is just, oh no, and you just start, you just start breaking stuff. I love how the first reaction that you have is it's just starting to beat stuff with an axe. That's great. So go ahead and roll a... Tell me, we're... A, oh, it's not a very big... It's not a very big... Is this you here? That's Ezra. It's me. Okay, so you're just going to whack at a random place on the floor? Um, are you gonna whack near where the chest is, or where are you gonna um, whack? Whack, um, not near where the girl screamed, because what if she's hanging on the roof and I can't, and I like? No, she sounded. She's muff. It was muffled. She's pretty far down. She's pretty far down. Okay. You so... you you don't think she's in the room? She's all that's in the room, guys. This is dirt floor. There's a big animal skin, like a big animal skin here. That's maybe like a bear rug. Oh, the chest that you just knocked over in the fire. fire and then I'm going to take one of the switch. sticks away because I like it. So where, just tell me where you're wanting to hit your axe. Just like, just like around where I'm standing right now. Okay. Go ahead and roll a strength test for me. And add six. Um, three plus six, six equals nine. Nope. Well... No, you what? take your axe and you swing it down. Yeah. And you swing it down right on the uh, rug. And you don't know what exactly you're expecting to happen, but when your axe comes down, uh, you hear the splintering of wood and the, the bear skin or whatever this skin is bends down as your axe crushes through some kind of wood. I want to take the rug up and see what's down there, and if I'm able to jump down and, and if it's, I think it's safe, then I'm going to jump down there. So, you pull up the, uh, you pull up the, the skin, and you do indeed see that the skin was covering a wooden, uh, a wooden, um, board that was put over smashed oh. into it and see that your, your, that your crazy rage uh, actually paid off and <laughs> there was you found you found the hidden hole um, and so you pull off the you pull off the skin you move the uh, you move the wood out of the way and you see a tunnel a dark tunnel and I'm gonna tell you can um, you can see the so the tunnel it's roughly five feet it's roughly like five feet by five feet, and it slopes down into like the muck. It slopes down into the muck, and you can't see more than ten feet down. Wait, right, so strong. No, no. Wait, did I know? Well, you. I mean, you saw him yeah. smash his axe. Yeah. behind the chest? The chest is small. Right, so I want to go over there and yell down. Anybody down there? So you yell out, and the only thing that answers you is just that hollow sound of underground. It's just, it's just emptiness. I'm gonna jump down there. Hold on. Haha. I'm, I'm gonna use my rope. 
So you can like tie it to your waist and then like go down. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, you wheel and I'll, like, me down. Hook it to like reel something. No, reel me down. Uh, yeah, I'll like reel him down, down. Just in case there's like a shark's mouth under there and I don't get eaten. Okay. So you're. So. Scrom is going to tie, and one of your items is a 50 foot length of rope. You're going to tie that around Shawang, and you are going to let him go down the tunnel. So let's just say the tunnel is going down this way, and you can't see past here. So um, if I lure me down past here, we're going to change the back. So you get the rope on your waist, and you start going down, and you get that 10 feet down, and it's so dark because it's starting to slope in, down, and into the earth, and it's it's wet and dark. You can't really see anything down there, but you can you sense that it keeps going on. Okay. I'm gonna uh, tell Scrum, and I'm I'm gonna wait. Do I like anything that like something? No. Um, I'm gonna tell Scrum to keep going down, and it is it's pretty dark down here, so I can't see anything. Alright, so. I'm going to, uh, pro so I'm gonna, I can, like, scrub. Shaw one. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, take my flint, light my torch, and bring me up. And maybe bring him up and then give him the torch and then he'll light him back down. Okay. Yeah, so you have a torch and a flint, so yep. you light your torch. Uh, you're gonna give it to Shawan. And then Shawan's gonna head back down, uh, back down into the tunnel. I need my files. Okay. So with your torch, you come down and you see. So you go, that tunnel goes down for maybe uh, another 10 feet and you, it's, it's very uh, muddy at first. It's all just like mud and earth and roots, but then your foot hits stone and then your steps and all of a sudden the walls change from being mud and earth into being stonework and you go down and then you find yourself coming down a set of stairs and you find yourself in a stone hallway that's 15 feet wide and goes down you can see you can see a little bit of a gate that's that's down I'm the way and then you can see um <clears throat> yeah so why don't you you want to bring you back up to scrum so you're gonna yell up to scrum and i'm gonna say um, the tunnel leads to a hallway that is safe to go in, and, um, if you come in here, then we can go to the, the and there's a gate down here, so we can try to, like, explore down here and try and get past the gate. I hope down Okay. So Scrum comes down as well. And you guys are together. 
Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna Excellent. take the torch. So you see your you see this hall. Um, about forty feet down, you see this gate. Uh, there are wall torches um, along the walls, but they are unlit. Can I light one? For light me? light the torches. Uh, you can. There are also piles of bones laying on the floor at different places. Uh, there are five piles of bones. Can I do animate dead on them? Ooh. I'm just kidding. I don't need her to do that. If yeah, we have combat, we can just do this. I'll be like, combat, bye. Come back with a whole army of, of the of the of the skeleton to be like. It'll be one, two, three. It'll be seven guys again. But I'm not gonna use it yet, just in case like I fail. And I mean like. Oh no! So they kill me. Oh, it's no. I, your animate dead is a level two spell. It's not that hard. I'll go over here. I'm gonna use animate. I'll dead. go over here just in okay. case. I'm so, using animate dead. So let's read really can quick what that. animate dead says. Can I have the? Can I read it? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to have this play. I go to the end of the room near the gate. So, just in case, reanimate a number of corpses in in range equal to your current strength. Reanimated corpses will follow your commands until destroyed. Each animated corpse has one; it has a half of their original strengths. Can only use melee weapon attacks and are limited to one action per round. So that okay. So you, your current strength is three. Your full strength. So you can. And me, but I'm one, two, three, four, five squares away. So we can still use. The kind of skeleton. And what is the range on this? Uh, it is. So you can affect a three by three square. Yeah, you can put that square where you want as long as it's within three squares of you. But it makes it. It does a three by three. Can I'm I go sorry, here? Three by three area square. So then it will go like this: one, two, three. Three yeah, dead. and so that'll, but you'll only be able to raise three of them because you can only do it up to your strength, which is three. I raised three of them. But okay. how much strength do they have? You don't know. Um, so you are going to roll it. That's a level two spell, which means that you are, when you cast spells in this game, you can, if you roll too low, have have uh, consequences, some mm -hmm. devastating consequences. Um, so for a level two spell, you want to roll over an eight, but you don't want to roll under a six. If you roll under Can a I six, you are going to have devastating consequences. Can I add his? Uh, yes. Oh, bro, six, that'd be a six. Four plus two is six, plus six, 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 six twelve. Twelve. So you successfully yes, 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 yes. cast your spell. And they did. Oh my god. Bones begin to rattle. Shake, rattle and roll, and uh, the bones start coming together and they start rising up out of the ground and then you have three new people on the party. Skeletons. I have three I they they're controlled by me. Because it says they could be controlled by me. Each one of them holding a sword. <gasps> we oh, can't swordsman! We just got a bunch uh, of army. And they just kind of stare at you with black eyes. Ooh. Just waiting for you to... Uh, command them. To command them. So I say to all of these skeletons, I say, 
Hey, just follow me. And I'll tell you when you need to do your commands to attack or to do anything. But right now, you just need to follow me. And they, come uh, they just say, ah. and then they all kind of step a little closer to you. <laughs> They're ready to uh, do what you ask them to do. Yeah, so. They're going to follow you. Yeah, because yeah, they, don't, they don't listen to anybody. Is the gate open? Um, so the gate is not open. Are you, are you all now over here trying to take a look at the gate? I want to try and open the gate. Yeah. So you're going to try and open the gate. Uh, the Plus, gate... I'm going to burst through with my The battle. gate uh, does not budge. I'm going to hit it with my battle axe um, as hard as I can. On the other side of the gate, you can see uh, 15 feet ahead, the hall turns down to the right. I'm going to break the gate, gate with the battle axe. And you can see on the left wall that you do have torches in the hall behind you, um, but unless you're holding a torch still... You can't quite see, you can see something kind of writhing and moving on the left wall, and you can kind of hear like a, well, you, not like a fart, but you can hear like a, you can hear like a, um, scrunching like, like, like slimy, slimy yeah. the floor. There you go, there you go, that's why you guys are here. Did I um, hit the gate with my hammer? Uh, I mean, with my block again. So you're going to try and hit the gate? Mm-hmm. So, go ahead and roll a strength test to see if we can hit the gate. Eight. Eight plus six. Plus six. No, no. Eight plus six. Eight. Thirteen. 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 That's a really good roll. Unfortunately, this is a iron barred gate, uh, and you cannot scratch it. But as you hit that gate, the, the metal kind of rings and the axe kind of rings in your hand, and uh, you hear some sounds behind you. You hear... Uh, the gravelly sound of bones clicking and clacking together. Um, and you turn around, and it's not your undead skeletons you raised, because they see you looking at them, and they kind of look at each other. And then you all turn around, and you see there are two skeleton warriors standing uh, where the two pile of bones were behind you, and they have their swords drawn, and they come at you. Um, initiatives? We will next time. Uh, we are going to resolve this and hopefully finish the quest. Swamp things. Dun dun dun. Alrighty, that was the first episode of Fantastic Adventures with Amicus and Ezra, and I'm Caleb, your game master. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really hope that you come back to see the conclusion of this quest, and we hope that you keep coming back to see uh, this system uh, develop and evolve into something that we are really hopeful you will enjoy playing yourself with your family. All right. Thanks so much for being here. Goodbye. Bye.